Hello. What's up, everybody? It's sports talk time. And welcome into the show. We have a great episode today. I am excited to just talk about some things. We're going to do some new things. So I'm going to see how you guys like that. Um, welcome to everybody who will be joining from Twitter. We are streaming live today on Twitter as well as YouTube and Facebook. So I'm excited. I'm excited to welcome in a new audience today, guys. We got a great show. Um, I'm going to actually do something new today as well. Um, Tuesday is usually the, um, the football guys. They usually put out their power rankings. I actually did a top 10 of my own because I saw a lot of controversy over the top 10. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to just do my own. So today, like for that, the, ooh, um, for welcome the to everybody round. who will be joining. Oh, my God. That is so ghetto. For the first time, I will do my own power ranking, so I'm excited about that. Sorry about that, guys. That's ghetto. That's my phone. My bad. But yes, um, today I'm going to talk about the Lions loss, how I feel about that. Um, I'm going to talk about some football things. Again, I'm giving my power rankings. I'm excited about today's episode, so without further ado, let's get this show started. Welcome to the fifth episode of Sports Talk with me, your girl, Winnie B. We are in season two, episode five. I want to start this um, episode by saying rest in peace to Demarius. Um, <coughs> excuse me, I'm sorry. But rest in peace to Demarius. He was a um, wide receiver for Denver Broncos. I don't know why, I just got a brain fart. Um, that game with the Lions, I guess we'll just start right there, was very... Much for Denver, like the game last week uh, was for the Lions as far as playing for Oxford. So I just like that they opened up the the game actually with the 10 players on the field to leave his spot open. They went ahead and took the penalty, and it was just a great tribute to the Lions now. The Lions started off very, very weak, very much so, because there was no – um a lot of people was injured or sick, flu, COVID, something. They wasn't out there. Jamal Williams was missing. Of course, um, De DeAndre Swift has the injury. Hawkinson was, he was out with, he was sick. It just was a catastrophe. Now, one good thing I can say out of that is that Reynolds came back. Now, I spoke a lot about Reynolds in the beginning because of preseason, y'all. I loved me some Craig Reynolds. They call him Netflix on the team. I guess because he was sitting on his couch watching TV. The Lions called him up. Hey, come on. We got preseason. He ended up on the field the next day <laughs> having, having a good show. I mean, I loved him. I was so hurt that the Lions cut him after preseason. Like, why didn't he make the roster? He did so good. Like, one of the star players, for real, of – 
that whole time. So I was just happy to see that they brought him back on the roster and he proved himself. He proved that he deserved to be there. Like understanding, I know we have Jamal Williams. I know we have um, DeAndre Swift and as well as the drafted rookie uh, Jefferson. But I feel like we needed him. Reynolds reminds me of a lot of Prater. Like the Lions call Prater at home like, hey, what's up? Like you want a job or no? And Prater was like, okay. And he's still one of the best kickers in the NFL today. Like we gonna get on Prater in his game yesterday with the Cardinal. I'm um, uh with the Cardinals from Monday Night Football a little later. But right now, I just feel like Reynolds do remind me a lot of the situation with Prater, just a breakout player sitting on the couch. I just I was listening to one of my favorite morning shows. And one of my um, good favorite sports reporters brought up the fact that the Lions was never going to win that game because of the um, the death with DT. That was announced during Thursday night football. Like, it was heavy on people's hearts for the whole weekend. So the team, they had something to prove. They had something to play for. And it wasn't going to happen. So now the Lions are 1-11-1. Now, the numbers are lucky 11-11. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, okay. But I don't think, to be honest, I do feel like the team, like I said, will win one more game, and I think it will be that last game against Green Bay, maybe. And that's if they sit Aaron Rodgers. I believe that they're going to sit a lot of their key players because they're going into the playoffs the next week. Or, I, I you know what, honestly, I believe Aaron Rodgers is going to have the bye anyway, but I think that they want their star players to be healthy so they're not going to play their good players which means that Aaron Rodgers is more than likely going to get a pass. Uh, I mean, the Green Bay Packers is going to get a pass on playing their hard players. They're going to play the Lions, and that could be the win that we end up getting. I, I mean, hopefully it doesn't ruin the chances with that tie, though, because if Jacksonville and Tennessee never win, that would put the Lions in a number three spot. I'm still hoping we get Aiden Hutchinson. I was all sad when Aiden didn't win um, the Heisman. Like, dang. But I knew that the Heisman is really set up for a quarterback, just like the NFL MVP. It's like they never want to give it to other players, like breakout players. But, I mean, we knew it was going to go to Bryce Young. So, congratulations, Bryce. Well, well, well deserved. Um, the way he played that game in Georgia, even that Auburn game that they really should have lost, it's like that last play and then everything he did in those three, well, I think it was three or four overtimes um, against uh, Auburn to win, to make it to the Georgia game. I'm proud. Like, I'm – I mean, I don't know. It's good. We see what happens. You know, they won. They – they love SEC title and I don't think they're going to beat Michigan though. I, I believe that Michigan is going to beat Georgia. Of course, Alabama is going to beat um, Cincinnati and we will see that Michigan game. But I think that this is the year that Michigan is hungry. Like we want it. We need it. We coming after it. Boom. And I'm excited. I'm still, I just really <laughs> moved right along from the Lions, but that's cool. I'm excited for the fact that Michigan is even in the spot that they are. Yes, they would have probably made it to a bowl game or whatever, but like we're here, we're playing New Year's Eve in Miami. I wish I can go. I, but I do think that Georgia is going 
tune in. I'm moving a little fast. I don't know why. I guess I'm a little nervous, but I do have the phone lines open. I will put the number up. You can call in. The number is 989-272-3311. Again, that's 989-272-3311. So definitely <clears throat> call in with your opinions on the things that I'm talking about in the show. We can talk about it together. Um, before I get into my power rankings, I do want to start with um, just talking about what's been going on around the NFL at this time. So I want to start with the great win in overtime with Tom Brady and um, Josh Allen. That game was a snooze fest. Okay. I'm like, okay, Tom Brady about to blow out the bills. You know, it, it just... What what are we watching here? Next thing I know, the Bill Josh Allen rallied that team back, hurt and all, and it was so good to see. Like I really thought they was about to pull it off. I, I honestly did, especially after seeing that Washington beat the Buccaneers. Like Washington, but I don't know. That's neither here nor there. So I'm I'm like okay, um, hey Chanel. So I'm like okay, um. Why is what is the Buccaneers doing? Like where where was Indomitian Sue? Like what what was going on for Josh Allen to even come back? We go into overtime. The Bills win a toss. I'm like, oh my God, they about to get the ball. This was so nail biting to me because I knew that if Tom Brady got the ball back, it was over. And boy, was it over? Like I can't believe they did not score. I just, I don't know. And I knew they knew not to give the ball to the Buccaneers, but I mean, I don't know. I, I really, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure. I don't know. I'm, I'm happy for Josh Allen. The bill still will be in my power rankings. Again, I will get to that later, but my God, like I, Tom Brady he literally shows us week after week after week after week after week why people call him to go, why he deserves this title. What's really going on with that? Like, I don't know. Like, another one of my favorite games from the weekend was the um, Sunday night football game um, with Aaron Rodgers and Justin Fields. Okay, Justin Fields. Justin looked good. Y'all know I never was a Justin Fields fan, especially like easing my way into sports talk. I'm not an Ohio State fan. I'm not an Ohio fan, like at all. I only like Cedar Point. You know what I'm saying when it comes to Ohio, okay? So for me to be like, you know what? That Fields character, he, period. Rodgers and Fields, I, I, I always did not like Aaron Rodgers. I still wish I could hate him, but I find myself rooting for him in games now. Like, what am I doing here? And I kept trying to tell my husband too. Uh, yes, Cedar Point, honey. I, I only like Cedar Point. Um, and I find myself really trying to say, why am I rooting for Aaron Rodgers? You know, I didn't know who to even say I was rooting for in Sunday night football because both teams are in our, our division. We want them both to lose. You know what I'm saying? But if I had to root for anybody, it was Aaron Rodgers. The game was nail biting. The Chicago special teams was gifted and talented. 
and just amazing in that game. They had a touchdown. It was always like Chicago had the best field position. And even when it looked like they might pull it off, I mean, it's just Aaron Rodgers. I don't, I feel like he can close his eyes and play this game. Like he's no Tom Brady, but he definitely can get there. Definitely. And I, it brings me to the topic almost of the show, Brady or Rodgers for MVP. And you know, what, what is your opinion, guys? Again, you can call in. The lines are open, 989-272-3311. But I, I wanted to be Tom Brady, but it's just Aaron Rodgers is playing his tail off. Like, I'm just, I'm fascinated by what I see. Like, what? Matt LaFleur, he is a great coach. Like, I really think he should be in a running of coach of the year, him or Bill Belichick. I don't know who else to put in that category of coach of the year. Um, I don't know. But that Chicago game, Green Bay versus Chicago Sunday Night Football, was one of the most lively games of the weekend for me. Then we get to Monday Night Football. Rams versus Cardinals. Matthew Stafford needed to win this game. And what did he do? Won a game. I said, okay, Matthew, you needed that. They lost the first game to the Rams. They did not want to fall to both. They play San Fran again. They beat Seattle. They have to play Seattle again. But these are your divisional games. Matthew, you do not want to look weak, especially in this team that traded all of their draft capital away and lost three straight Again, they should have won that game last week to Jacksonville. I mean, it's Jacksonville. You know, if they would have lost to Jacksonville, that, I mean, what are we doing here? So, um, it doesn't count. But this game against the Cardinals, they went on the road, Monday night football, prime time, and Matthew Stafford did not turn the ball over one time. Kyler Murray, two turnovers. One of the turnovers was super crazy. Like, why are you trying to throw the ball like Superman over somebody's head when you already way shorter than them, like you're not, you, you at the goal line. Like you, you can't make these mistakes right there. Like this is the difference between seven points and zero points. And it was zero points and it cost them. It cost them the game. The Rams, I mean, the Cardinals do still have, they're still at the top of the NFL, but the Rams are one game right behind them. You know, actually a lot of these teams, I, you, this is again too off topic, real quick. This season in the NFL, it's like it's hard to place the playoffs. Even now, you think, okay, well, we're we're almost in week fifteen. We should know basically like these teams, but you can literally lose a game and drop out of the playoffs. You could really, it, it's tough. It's. It's tough. The Rams are one game now behind the Cardinals. So they literally, both teams just have to fight. I think Matthew Stafford could maybe, no, I'm not even going to say that. Matthew cannot weasel his way into the MVP talks just because them three pick sixes back to back to back in them, them games. Like, that's not going to work, Matt. Um, so I don't think. The NFL is going to look to him as like, oh, well, Matthew Stafford will be the MVP this this season. No. Work hard next season, possibly, yes. I mean, if they get to the Super Bowl, he can be the Super Bowl MVP, but 
regular season NFL MVP. That's not that's not gonna be Big Mac. Um, but he he did his thing. He did he did his thing, and I'm I'm happy for him. For some odd reason, every time I go to the barbershop, my my barber seems to think that I don't like Matthew. I just speak my mind. That's all that is. I just be telling it like it is. If I'm telling y'all Matthew Stafford suck, it's because he do. But the thing is, too, with that, his whole team, you know, was there. You had Odell Beckham with a touchdown. Aaron Darnold started the game, ended the game with a sack. Um, even though Ramsey was out, they was they wasn't playing with some key players. Sony Michelle, he was doing his thing. It was like a complete team. In the past, when I criticized the Rams, it's always where's the team? Matthew Stafford is just one person. But the way they was throwing that ball down the field yesterday all day, it was Kyler and Matthew. I was like, my God, these arms on these men getting this ball down the field like this. This was some competitive football, great divisional match. Um, will we see it again in the playoffs? Uh, I don't know. We have a possibility, though. If I had to tell you who I think would be going for the NFC Championship, it would definitely be maybe the Bucks um, and the Packers again, or the Bucks. I think in the Packers. I don't think. I don't think no other NFC team is messing with them too. I, I think that when it comes to Green Bay, Green Bay. They'll beat both teams um, easily, <laughs> the Rams and the Cardinals. I mean, they have. We've seen it. Tampa Bay as well. Tom Brady is at the point in the season now where this is the playoffs for him. Like, it's do or die. We see Tom Brady just morph into this transformer, and he's not going to lose. He's not going to put himself in a position to not go there. So I can't see it any other way. But if you see it differently, please, by all means, write me in the chat or call in. Again, the number is 989-272-3311. Um, moving along, the Browns did beat the Ravens. Um, Lamar Jackson is out. He hurt his ankle. I believe that this game is what put puts Lamar Jackson out of the MVP conversation. Um, it's... It's a it's a shame because it's like Lamar Jackson, he just can't get there, you know. I don't know. It, it, even when he came in the league, you know, winning and winning the awards and getting the accolades and everything, it's 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 almost like it reminds me of Dak Prescott. You get these new quarterbacks in and nobody can really figure them out. They're great this season, and then boom, it's just like Things just trickle. It's a trickle-down effect, and it's always just crazy. And I feel like Lamar Jackson just always has that one thing that just pushes him down, and I don't – I guess this is the ankle injury this season. Hey, boo. But, um, yeah, I'm, I'm not sold on – I mean, the Browns – I don't know. Like, I, they're a good team. It's it's kind of reminding me of Pittsburgh last season or last, yeah, the last season when they was, like, so good and then they fell off and then what happened? It's like the Browns can be good, but they're really missing a lot of pieces. They need wide receivers. The run game is good. Baker Mayfield, 
he needs he needs to be a backup at this point. Like they need a better quarterback or something. Like I don't know if Baker is disheveled. I don't know if he has too much pressure on him from the progressive commercials. I don't know. Like I don't know what to assume or what to think when it comes to to Baker Mayfield because it's like he'll have his good games and he'll have his good moments, but it doesn't work. And 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 the Browns are so run heavy. It seems like sometimes they forget the run game because Baker wants to be this star quarterback. Like I guess he was in college in, in Oklahoma. And it's like, Baker, this is not, this is the, 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 the big league. You know what I'm saying? And this is probably why Odell Beckham Jr. Had to get out of there because it's not working. It's not working for the Browns. Something got to give, uh, but congratulations. They did beat the Ravens this weekend. That, was um a phenomenal game real quick before i do get into my power rankings i want i have a clip from dave bing uh if people don't know who dave bing is he is a uh, former piston superstar he was a former mayor of detroit i think he sucked as the mayor to be honest i don't care who's listening to this who may be a dave bing fan or Dave Bing's people down the line. I don't know, but Dave Bing sucked as the mayor. He ran on, I'm going to do all of this for the city and did nothing. I was a resident of Detroit at that time. Did absolutely nothing. Um, I don't need the city's money, but then closed his plant on Plymouth. And it just, Dave, you know, I don't know. But anyway, he had some very, unnecessary comments about our beloved first round draft pick in the NBA, in the NBA with uh, the Pistons. So let me go ahead and play this, um, his comments for y'all real fast. And most notably the number one pick Kate Cunningham. I think he's starting to come into his own right now. I mean, we worried about him early on in terms of his, shooting, but he's been playing very, very well. So I think he's going to be uh, an all-star caliber player. I don't think he's a guy you build your team around. We still got to get that guy. We don't have it yet, in my opinion. And I also think, you know, our weakness is the backcourt. We got to get, we got to get a, a good point guard. Yeah. What was this man talking about? Like, is he watching or looking at the same rook we looking at because my man's like, Kay is probably one of the better rookies out there playing. He's probably the best player on the team. He literally carries the team kind of on his back. What Like, oh, he's an all-star player, but he's not the player to build around. We still need other players. And I'm like, you know what? He made me feel like, um, when Jalen Green made them file comments about Detroit and it ain't nothing to do in Detroit and all that, well, he was saying he made me feel like that again. Cause I was like, what, what are we, what are we saying here, Dave? Like you sucked as the mayor, you suck as a person. And now you want to be sucking as a commentator saying the wrong stuff. Like, don't, we don't need that negativity because if anything, as a rookie, he's, he's, he's this close to, having triple doubles like 
if he get a few more rebounds in the game, he will literally have hella triple doubles. Like he literally can turn into or will turn into one of the best players. Like it reminds you of a young Giannis, you know, somebody on a team who wanted to stay on their team, appreciated their team and loved their team so much. And then boom, they build around him, bought in the players that he needed. And now he's the MVP championship. Like they, they winning. Like what, what are we, I don't, and this, it almost sounds like some hater, some hateration in this dancery. Like we don't need that. Whatever the lyrics is, we don't need that up in here. In this dancery, we don't. I was so upset about that. Like the Pistons, yes, their record is horrible. They'll probably end, end up drafting in the top three again, but Kay Cunningham is proving and showing to us why he deserved to be the first round pick, the number one draft pick, and he's doing just what he needs to do. I can't wait to see other players break out um, on the field. Uh, I mean, I'm sorry, on the court. I'm getting mixed up. On the court, I want them to bring out um, Isaiah Livers from Michigan and stuff. And I know they're doing that thing on the Motor City Cruise right now, and they're getting there. But we really have a good shot here now. The coach is going to have to show us just a little bit more. Uh, but I think give it a few years. Give it another maybe year or two. Like the Pistons, the Pistons, the Pistons can be back to what they were when they were a championship team with Chauncey. Excuse me, and um, Ben Ben Wallace and Rip Hamilton and them. Like I, I really feel like they could get to that. Like, and they could be that. Like, if the Pistons would bring in like a a veteran, like um, when Phoenix got Chris Paul, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, a veteran who will get you there, but needed that that help too. We need that. Like, I think that. The Lakers should split up. This all-star team is is not working for them. It's not. Too many egos. LeBron James, all of them in one. No, but if the Pistons could, like, trade for Carmelo Anthony or – I don't even know. You know what? <laughs> I'll think of another veteran and bring it back to y'all next week because I don't know if I want any of them Lakers to be on our team. I was watching the Pistons in Brooklyn play over the weekend. And I was like, you know, KD was a little aggressive on K, but I was happy to see K handle his on. And then to see KD give him his props at the end of the game. Like, I don't know. I just think Dave Bing's comments was very unsettling, especially for somebody who suck. Like I could see if he was somebody who we as Detroiters really wanted to hear from. Like, I don't think anybody really wants to hear from him, to be honest. I don't even know if he's married, but I'm sure the way he was talking in the in the um the clips and stuff on the game, he's a snooze fest. So who wants to hear from him anyway? Um, so yeah, we didn't need all of that. But y'all, again, I told you in the beginning of the show, I'm excited. I'm not going to hold you. This is not church. I want to give my power rankings, though. I did put together, compile a list of my uh, top 10 teams in the NFL at the moment. Like I said, I saw it was a lot of controversy. I saw a few statuses on social media across a different, a couple of different platforms. And I respect everybody's opinion. We all see things how we see them and take them how we take them. So at the end of the day, this is my opinion 
on the top teams in the NFL. And if you have your opinion and you want me or you want to discuss that with me, you can call in. The number is at the bottom of the screen. Again, it's 989-272-3311. I am going to go from the bottom to the top. I will breeze over a few. Um, I'll explain a few. And then I'm excited. This is something new. So in week 14 of the NFL, it ended yesterday, Monday night football again with the Rams and the Cardinals. Both teams is in this top 10. My number 10 team is the Buffalo Bills. Um, the Buffalo Bills, you would have assumed after the season that they had last year that they would be a little bit higher. And they are really still in the top 10. I do think that they can still fight to be in the playoffs. Uh, it's horrible because after that game, with Tampa Bay, Josh Allen, he left the uh, field in a walking boot. So I'm not even sure what's going on with him. But the Buffalo Bills right now is sitting at seven and six. I believe that's more of like an average in the NFL right now. Um, but with that record, I just think that the team, I love some Stefan Diggs. He can't catch that ball. I don't know. It's like he has a magnet in his hand or something for the ball. I, the team is good. They have some work to do. They've been taking a lot of horrible losses, but I do think that they can still bounce back, squeeze in, do what they have to do. They are my number 10 team. Again, Buffalo Bills sitting at seven and six. At number nine is the Dallas Cowboys. They're at nine and four. I ain't even want to put them in my top 10, just to be honest. I I am a Dak, a Dak Prescott fan. I'm an Ezekiel Elliott fan. Um, Parsons, Micah Parsons, he cool. I think that uh, Diggs, what is it, Trayvon? He probably can be in the in the running for one of the defensive players of the year. That, in my bias, is probably what squeezes them in to my top ten. Yes, if if they have to be there, they are better than the Bills. But I just, I don't, I'm just, I'm still not a believer of Dallas. I'm not. Um, and two, I think Dak Prescott could be comeback player of the year. I just congratulated a, a ton of people on the team, but I'm just still not convinced that this team will go all the way. Dallas is so hyped up. It's like they get to the playoffs and then it's like, what happens? And it's like this every year and it sucks. I don't know if I'm the only person who, who's tired of seeing America's football team. Like we need a new one. We need a new America's football team. Let's get some kind of petition together, y'all, and get this going. Moving on. My number eight team is the Tennessee Titans. My God, the Titans, they're sitting at nine and four as well. They would be doing so much better if Derrick Henry did not suffer that injury. Like, whoo, it. It's almost like if if we wasn't talking about Jonathan Taylor, I mean, Derrick Henry, we wouldn't be talking about Jonathan Taylor. <sighs> if anybody don't know, Jonathan Taylor is the, the, the back on the Indianapolis Colts. Phenomenal player. Probably the best offensive player the Colts have at this moment. I think he should be an MVP as well in the running, but... I mean, they're not putting running backs in, just like Aiden Hutchinson didn't win the Heisman. Moving along. Yes, the Tennessee Titans definitely need 
Derrick Henry. I'm not sure. Like, I feel like they have the fight to continue to get there and win in the playoffs, but I'm just not sure how far they will get without that run game being solid like they needed to be. But, I mean, I'm all for them. Tennessee, number eight. I mean, yeah, number eight. Number seven, I have the Baltimore Ravens. Um, yeah, I know they did just take an L. The Ravens should all they they still have proven what they had to prove. The, the their division is kind of weird. Cincinnati, they took an L um this weekend. It's it's really kind of shaky. I think that Baltimore, something about John Harbaugh, he gonna figure it out. That's one thing John gonna do. Now, Lamar Jackson will not play in the next game. I was seeing it's still kind of questionable. Really, probably not. But for right now, the Ravens are sitting at number seven for me. At number six, I have the Kansas City Chiefs. I'm I'm happy to see Patrick Mahomes coming back to be the player that he was in previous seasons. Um, it was kind of touching and hurting for people, especially people in the fantasy world who have their offense. Um, oof. If you had it, they offense a few weeks ago, I'm sorry, but I don't know what was going on. It was turnovers and just three and outs. Like, what was going on with, with that offensive line? But it seemed like they're working, working it out. Patrick Mahomes is really taking what he can get. Um, Tyreek Hill looked good. Travis Kelsey, he's looking good. I'm looking forward to seeing him in the playoffs. I believe the Chiefs is going to rally their way all the way back up in the AFC, prove to people that uh, Patrick Mahomes is still the baby goat, and he, you know, he's just ready. Um, in my head, I just hear Patrick Mahomes um, trying to hike the ball. Y'all know how he sound like he needs something to drink every time he be wanting to hike the ball. It's just in my head playing right now. Number five, I have the New England Patriots. Now, last season, y'all, with Cam Newton, the Patriots won about seven games. When I say Bill Belichick should be coach of the year, it's like you literally, you, you're li li the GOAT leaves. Tom Brady's gone. He's in um, Tampa Bay. You sign um, Cam Newton, barely have any running uh, wide receivers. Cam Newton don't want to throw the ball for real anyway. He just want to run, to be honest. He should have been a running back, not a quarterback. Okay, whatever. Then you draft Mac Jones. Mac Jones come. He got to adjust, but the rookie has the team at the top of the AFC, not the top of the division, the top of the AFC. I wish, you know, the Patriots could be higher, but just the fact that they're in the top five, I'm honestly, I'm shocked. Like I did not think the Patriots will be where they are. And just to see this, I'm, let, let me just... That Bill Belichick is something else, you know. I don't know. The Patriots is at nine and four, like, had a bye week. So I, I'm really interested just to see how they're going to come out for the next remaining few weeks um, in the season and just how the Patriots coast into um, the playoffs. Because this isn't NCAA, Mac Jones. This You're not in Alabama no more. This is New England. I'm sure he sees it. And just to have that pressure of, you know, the Patriots being this winning team for so long on your shoulders. And it seemed like he taking it 
He's taking it good. He is. But I want to see how this transpires in the playoffs because this is a new league, my man. We, and you know you got them. I don't know. Pittsburgh, I don't think they're going to really make it in. I do think the Chargers might try to wheeze their way in. Uh, it's so close. Like, we just really have to see when it comes to week 17, like, really who's there. Um, Kansas City will definitely be in the playoffs. Um, so the it's like the Patriots really have a good run for their money when it comes to the postseason. But for right now, week 14, the Patriots definitely number five for me. And number four, I got um the Rams. Of course, Matthew Stafford did his thing yesterday, y'all. Oh my God. I'm proud of him, Aaron Dono. Just the whole team in general. Again, I talked about this a minute ago, so y'all know how I feel about it. Playing with not key players was out. You know, uh, Ramsey was out on the defense. So very difficult for the Rams. They pulled it off. Monday Night Football, great um, win for them. So they're in my number four team. Number three will be the Cardinals. The only reason why the Cardinals is sitting over the Rams is because I guess the NFL will still consider them to have the better uh, well, actually, at this point, no, they shouldn't have the better record because the pa the Packers is going to be over them anyway because they beat them. But they um, are one game in front of the uh, Rams anyway with the record. So I'm going to just put them one game, I mean, one spot ahead of the Rams in my power rankers, power rankings. At number two, I have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. My God, Tom Brady... I mean, when is this man going to quit? Like, he, he's not – I don't know. It's like he's not slowing down, I guess. If, if I could put it in any any better um, way. It's, and it's, it's like we feel like, oh, Tom has his favorite players. Of course, he likes to go to Gronkowski and um, Edmund, whatever, Evans. But the game-winning – a touchdown in overtime this past weekend went to Perryman. Now, if y'all don't remember, Perryman was cut from the Lions. You know, we was a lion. We were cut. Either way, go. We don't want to. We don't want to digress. It's like he literally can find the open player in the right play, and boom, it's a whole different ball game. And I'm just at all. I'm. I'm. I love me some Tom Brady. Like. Tom Brady for MVP, for real. If I had to vote, because I have a bias, it would not be Aaron Rodgers. It would be Tom Brady. That takes me to my number one team, which is the Green Bay Packers. Aaron Rodgers is doing his thing. Like, even against adversity or all odds or whatever you want to call it because he was lying to the um, NFL. Or I don't even know if it was a lie because he said it was vaccinated. That could have meant he was vaccinated against anything. Or whatever, this is the media, you saying this, but I'm sure the NFL people knew that man was not vaccinated because of the paperwork that they they supposed to turn in. So I don't even know if the NFL really dislike him, like the higher-ups. Maybe it's just the media. I don't even know at this point because at the way Aaron Rodgers is playing, it's like you want to forget about the drama in his life. Like the man literally set out preseason he had them biting their nails trying to figure out if he was even going to come back and play. Devontae Adams, one of the best wide receivers in the whole NFL, was like, I don't know what I'm going to do if I'm going to even be considered the best anymore because 
I'm losing my quarterback. <laughs> like, I don't know. And what's, what's really weird to me, y'all, real quick, is Aaron Rodgers sat behind Brett Favre, you know, for a few seasons, and he just came out guns blazing. Now, I'm not sure if um, – what's their rookie name? I mean, they backup quarterback. It'll come to me in a minute, but he suck. I know his name started with a J. He suck. I was so shocked to see him. Jordan, I think, love. Jordan love. I was so shocked to see him play that game Aaron Rodgers had to sit out because I just knew. I just knew he was the next Rodgers. It just seemed like this has been a Green Bay luck for the past 20 years or something. Like, they just, they quarterbacks are angels. I don't know. But he suck. I hope. After a few years, maybe sitting behind Rodgers, he will learn the game. I don't know what Green Bay is going to do with him, what Matt LaFleur has going on. I don't know if the boy even practiced. Like, when they have practice, I don't know what he does. But what I know he don't do is play good football. That's that's what he's not doing. So, anyway, Aaron Rodgers is a heaven guys sent right now the packers are sitting at number one for me their record is 10 and 3 the bucks is 10 and 3 the cardinals is 10 and 3 as well those teams have the best records in the nfl right now the patriots could be at 10 and 3 but again they had to buy i think that they will win out though so it's like again this this top 10 can shift around it could be other teams that come in because i definitely think the indianapolis colts will be at number 11 for me you, you really have some teams that can get in. Unfortunately, the Browns probably could get in. Um, Cincinnati, it just depends on these next couple of weeks and who's winning and who's losing. And it's it's a wonder, y'all. I'm, again, I don't want to keep y'all. This is not church. I really appreciate everybody for tuning in. I appreciate everybody for commenting. And just every, every, you know, as far as this, um, my podcast will go, everybody who like and shared and everything, remember to always like and share. Um, welcome to my Twitter followers um, and my Twitter audience, as should I say. I am going to wrap the show up by saying, hopefully the Lions win next week. I really, really appreciate everybody for tuning in and sticking on this ride with me. I love all y'all and I'm out. Thank you.